You're listening to Moms Out Loud. You're tired? Tell me how you're tired. <laughs> what am Maybe I we should fill right? people in. Look at this baby. Do a spit. Do a spit. I feel weird. Let me offer. It's fine. It's fine. Well, hello, guys. Welcome back. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> I'm always so awkward at the welcome, but I know, know. that's okay. Well, <laughs> we're just going to start this off by saying we are both sick. So if our voices sound uh, extremely raspy and sexy, we're sorry. So <laughs> we should sing one of those, you know, like sexy songs. Oh, because I could be good at that right now. <laughs> I'll sing. Uh, um, I'll sing "Smelly Cat" from Friends because Phoebe sings that when she's sick and sounds like yes. really good. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> Anyways, so we wanted to start out this episode with touching on a few things that people have uh, written in about. So you go ahead and start with the email we got. Yeah. So we got an email. I want to say what, a month or two ago, and it was asking us about, maybe I should even open it up. It was asking us about scheduling. Okay, so yeah, so this email, this mommy asked us about us about scheduling. Um, she, she's been struggling with putting her daughter on a schedule at five months old, and um, when she, okay, so when I say schedule, I mean wake up at a certain time, play time at a certain time, and for a set amount of time, naps at certain times, baths and bedtimes at certain times. Is this good for them or should they be on a more relaxed schedule? When we got the email, I know we were kind of hesitant to talk about this because we're not experts on scheduling, but at the same time, we did want to touch on it. So, I mean, we could just say our opinion on it. Yeah. Because I know some moms just want to know that what you're doing and what's right for your family is okay. And it, yeah. and sometimes you guys need to hear it's okay to do it your way and not do what other people are doing. So I think that's why we wanted to bring it up and make sure that we didn't totally ignore the email. Yeah. So I, I remember when we got this email, um, Alexa and I share an email account for our podcast, obviously. So um, I read it and then I just let her know like, hey, I, I clicked into this email already, but you should look it over. And when I read it, I didn't necessarily feel drawn to answer it simply because I feel like I'm the worst person to answer that. <laughs> and I know tons of moms who schedule and it works so well for them and their babies sleep great right away and they eat and they do this and they do that. And that's so awesome that that works for their families. But I am not a scheduler whatsoever. I don't even have like, Roland has a rough set bedtime and that's it. <laughs> like no nap time, no anything else. And it's just because I am just a fly by the seat of my pants person. And so I just really didn't feel qualified whatsoever to answer this question <laughs> because I don't necessarily think what I do is the right thing to do or the wrong thing. I, it's the right thing for us, but I feel bad that I wasn't necessarily able to like put light on this subject in a way that's actually going to help people other than being like, well, I don't do it. So I don't know, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and we we're perfect parents for our children. So what works and feels right for you guys, do that. Yeah, we don't schedule either. I'm a very relaxed, like not that I want to be spontaneous. It's just I like being relaxed so that my my kids 
don't get stressed out about every little thing. Like, oh, no, we missed bath time tonight. That's all right. You know, and usually bath time isn't very frequent unless they're filthy. And I'm like, yeah, you can't get into bed that way. Um, We're just really relaxed (laughs) over here. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, some parents might look at us and put their, their nose up in the air and be like, oh, those kids, you know. But at the same time, that's what works for us. Sometimes my it drives my husband crazy because he's super big on scheduling. Um, so we try to compromise. We're like, okay, well, which specific things do you like? So, na- so um, nap times was a big one for my oldest son, but not for my last two. Um, bedtimes, my my husband want us, wants us to have like a strict bedtime. And so we've been working on making sure that that bedtime is, is that bedtime. And cool. I think the only thing that I wanted to air here was since I, I'm a lactation counselor, I see lots of parents scheduling too early. And that's the only time that I'm like, yeah, please don't do that. Because between the week six, between week six and eight, you're still regulating your breast milk. So that's the only time I'm like, don't schedule. That's way too early to schedule. Your baby needs to wake up in the middle of the night, needs to eat during the night. But other than that, I mean, you're, the email that we got sent, her daughter's five months old. And you know what? If you want to start scheduling, if that's what works, I mean, yeah, just figure out what works for you. Yeah, exactly. And like Alexis said, like my husband is more of a schedule person as well. I am just a no schedule person, always have been. And so the things that are more important, we kind of compromise as well. So Luke is actually pretty good at setting up a little bit of a routine with him. They do like teeth brushing together every night, which I think is really sweet. We ha- and like I said, we have a rough bedtime, which is between 7 and like 7.20-ish, 7.30 um, at the latest usually. But naps are when they happen and baths are when they happen and dinner is when I get it on the table. So, right. But some people, I like my parents had dinner on the table at like five 30 every single night. And that was really cool. You know what I mean? And I know that children do thrive with structure like that. So hopefully I change into a whole new person when I have a lot of children. (laughs) Um, but (laughs) probably not. Um, But the only thing I did schedule, which I've touched on in another episode, was when Roland was 11 months, I think, I sleep trained him. And that doesn't mean he sleeps through the night because he still doesn't. But he got better at consistently staying in his bed for longer stretches of time without needing the boob. So I definitely think different types of scheduling work for different people. But don't be afraid to... Follow the beat of your own drum when it comes to what works for your family. And don't make anybody feel, make you feel bad if your baby doesn't sleep through the night still because you haven't sleep trained them. And don't, you know, make other people feel bad for them doing things differently than you. So just give everybody grace and you're doing the best you can, I'm sure. And that's awesome. And your babies are alive. So good job. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. There we go. (laughs) Um, And then the one other thing I wanted to touch on while we were talking about things people have written in, we've gotten a a few things written in that we haven't touched on yet as well. And I just wanted to like give an example. I had a friend write in and she wanted us to touch on boundaries because I talk a lot about boundaries on like Instagram stories because I'm really big into boundaries and setting boundaries, even though it's uncomfortable. And I, we definitely plan to talk about that someday. And we have it on the list, but it's something that requires homework and knowledge. And it's something that I just don't feel comfortable doing by the seat of my pants because I want to be able to do the subject justice. Um, So just because 
you write something in and we haven't gotten to it yet doesn't mean we won't. It's just that maybe it's something that requires homework. And those types of episodes don't happen that often because we have children. So just have grace with us and know your topic is coming someday. <laughs> yep. yep. Cool. Perfect. Awesome. Do you want to hop on in? Yeah, let's hop into our topic for today. Cool. I hope you guys don't mind Roland uh, chatting in the background. He also wants to voice <laughs> his opinion on these things with us. So, But today we wanted to talk about sick day protocols because we're all sick and it yeah. is the famous flu season. And I wanted to start this episode off by saying flu season doesn't exist. You can get the flu all year round. The reason this is known as flu season is because it is decreased sunlight season sugar intake upped season and we sleep a little bit less because we're doing fun things with our family holiday things and you know all that good stuff so i just want to let you know that these things you should just be able to have around your house all year round i know i do because that way we can kick any sort of crud all year round just keep in mind that if you're terrified of the flu to work on your immune system all year not just right now so let me look at my list so, yeah, let's talk about what you do all year round to keep your immune system up. Let's start there. Okay. So, hmm, what do I do all year round? I go outside. Okay. So, fresh air. That's something to help keep your immune system all year. I eat a pretty balanced diet sometimes, or I try. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. uh, I, I take supplements. I drink lots of water. I use um, immune-boosting essential oils all year round. And what else do I do all year round? I don't even really know what I do, honestly. It's just about, like, think, sunlight, yeah. eating good, and... Yeah. that's pretty much the exercising, gist exercising I guess. oh yeah, yeah a like little bit of exercising your body, just keeping your body where it's supposed to be <clears throat> you can't eat mcdonald's all year round every single day you know and I, i'm not saying that in a bad light i eat mcdonald's every once in a while yeah i love i'm McDonald's. just saying you can't <laughs> eat mcdonald's every single day and then expect your body to know what to do when it gets sick so you do have to care about what you're putting inside um your body and yeah, exercising. I mean, I'm really bad at exercising, but I know when my body hasn't exercised in a while, my body starts like dragging. So. Breaking down. Mine does. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, also and one of the most... is a oh, big sorry. thing too. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say one of the most important things we haven't said yet is sleep. So yeah. I know people who go to bed at midnight and then wake up at like five or six for work And then they're like super weirded out that they're sick all the time. You're not giving your body a chance to fight off sickness by having a well-rested body. Your body needs sleep. It really, really does. Um, I love sleep. So I'm pretty good at that part. I mean, Roland is no help with that. But uh, yeah, yeah, fresh air and sunlight, vitamin D, you know, and this in this time of the year when we have a decreased amount of natural vitamin D, if you're not supplementing or using like the special light thing that gives you (laughs) vitamin d inside your body does start to um lack important things that it needs to be able to fight stuff so i highly encourage people to do alternative versions of getting vitamin d if you live somewhere that you're not getting a lot of natural vitamin d anymore and you need a specific amount based off where you live and your skin color so for example where i live is pretty sunny so let's say i'm laying outside in direct sunlight I would need roughly 15 minutes of sunlight 
on major parts of my body, like torso, for it to be able to absorb as much as it needs for my skin tone because of where I live. Um, And that's all scientific stuff you can look up based on your skin tone and where you live. But I'm just saying, if I need that much in direct sunlight on a large part of my body, what if you're not going outside at all because it's cold? (laughs) Like the five minute walk to your, you know, whatever, your mailbox from your car to the mall, like that's not cutting it. So definitely keep that in mind. Yeah, for sure. And I think another thing that we don't really think about too is what I do with my kids is um, I let them get exposed to lots and lots of germs throughout the year. I know that that's like an unpopular thing. I know we're like in the hand sanitizer world right now, generation. And so every single time that kids <laughs> touch, it's like, oh, we need to wash our hands. Oh, we need to hand sanitize. And there's only certain situations where I'm like, okay, wash your hands, do this. Like, even my husband's kind of given up. It's like when my kids eat snacks, sometimes, like at the park, I don't hand sanitize right before they eat the snack with their hands. Like, some germs are are good for them. And you kind of just need to balance and figure out, okay, what's good for them? Yes, it's okay that they're playing in the mud and that mud might get in their mouth. Like, it's okay. And it does build their immune system to have the the bacteria, you know, running through their bodies and their, their bodies figuring out what that is. So. Yeah. I, this is, this is gross and people will hate me saying this probably Luke, especially, but I'm terrible at washing (laughs) my hands. I like never wash my hands. I wash my hands like when I'm about to cook. So yes, if my kid's hands are visibly dirty and I'm just like, yeah, you can't eat with those hands. Like, please go wash your hands. Yeah. But really it's like situational. It's not, like every single time you touch food you wash your hands because I don't even do that why would I make my kids do that so yeah I agree and I'm just like the least germaphobic person in the universe Roland will sometimes like eat a snack and put half of it on the ground and I'll leave it there and they'll eat it later that day and I don't care but I do vacuum my floor like every day (laughs) it's good for them I mean I think the only time I was ever grossed out was when um one of the babies I was watching touched well I wasn't watching him yet but I was at I was at my friend's house and her baby was playing with the plunger and then she mm. was like oh it's okay germs are good for for the babies and I'm like nope not those not germs. a plunger <laughs> yeah not well that's germs. hard too because if so, you get any type of like feces in your mouth you can get bad stuff happen to you like oh yeah, yeah. so yeah so it's definitely situational and it, it's one of those things where yeah, you have to make your best judgment call. But yeah, I let my kids definitely eat from the ground. Like if they drop a snack, I it's like five second rule, you know, it's like. Okay. Yeah, same. We're just I just like I don't know. I like the one of the worst things that I had to do that I thought was gross. I don't usually get grossed out, but I had to change Roland at a doctor's office once on the bathroom floor. OK, and I didn't have a blanket. I didn't have anything. I had nothing. And I just had to change him because he pooped and we were like there waiting. And I was like, what kind of doctor's office doesn't even have a changing table or anything, any option? I probably should have just like laid toilet paper down. That was super gross. And I really hated that. Well, doctor's offices, like, can't you just change the the table? Like, well, I I was waiting. I was waiting. Like, oh, you're waiting. Oh, yeah, I guess I could have. But 
Yeah, that was the worst. And I don't get grossed out by a lot of stuff, but I did not like that. And he definitely got a bath after that because I think the grossest places are places where sick people are. And where are sick people? The doctors. Okay. So don't change your baby on the floor at the doctor. Yeah. Um, Girl, and I used to, I used to be a janitor. So I know how people clean the bathroom and it's gross, girl. Like when we're in the bathroom, I for surely, I don't care where it's at. I make sure that my kids are not touching the floor or, and if they touch the floor, like I've rewashed my kids' hands three times in a doctor's bathroom before because they kept touching the floor and and even the walls. It's like, okay, you just wash your hands, hands to yourself, walk out the door. Cause there's, yeah. Cause those janitors, they, they clean those walls with the floor mop. So yeah trust trust no surface in the bathroom (laughs) oh i know i know and i honestly like still even i i that's not the worst of the worst for me but i don't get grossed out very easily so with that kind of stuff because i'm like oh he's gonna be better for it (laughs) he'll be stronger for it yeah um and and i just want to mention that roland is a one and a half now and he's having right now like the worst cold he's ever had which is a normal Mm. person's cold he's barely ever had a cold he's had like little sniffles and things like that but nothing like this and I just want to say that people may argue that I'm not doing enough but I want to argue that my kid is almost two years old and he hasn't had a bad cold so yeah I want to say that that evidence shows that I'm doing some stuff right (laughs) okay um so do you want me too that's awesome Yes, yeah. So that has yeah. been helpful. He hasn't been totally wanting to nurse that much since he's been sick because he's stuffy, but when he will, mm, I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that helps. Do you want me to get into my list though? And then you yeah, can just so like what you add do in what sick. Yeah, what I do during like we're sick, this is the protocol I do with the sick person as well as the people who aren't sick to help boost their immune system so that if they do get sick their sickness only lasts a very little time or hopefully that they don't get sick so yeah and then as i go through if you want you can interject with like hey i did that too or we do this differently or whatever if you want do you want to do it like that way or yeah let's do it that way cool okay are you so my sick day protocol is um Number one, I start with my Young Living essential oils. And number one, the most important essential oil for your immune system, in my opinion, is Thieves, which is a Young Living exclusive brand. And I super love it. I know other companies make similar brands, but Thieves, man, that's my powerhouse. I love it. I put it on the bottoms of our feet and our spines, and I also diffuse it. And then I also use RC for diffusing. That's like a respiratory one. And also... I put that on chests, like with a carrier oil, specifically me and Luke. I don't put that on Roland Jet just because he's young. I specifically try to only use the kid sense line topically on him when he's sick and stuff, depending on what it is. But the respiratory line is a stronger line. And so I just don't want to put that on him just yet. And then, so what I put on his chest is Sniffleys, and that's already pre diluted. So I just roll it right on his chest already. I also diffuse that in his room at night. And then Raven is what I diffuse in our room because that's a really strong one for respiratory and I love it and it smells delicious. And then I often deal with head tension when I have a cold. And so I do peppermint on like my head temples, like the back of my my head temples. Do we have other temples? No. (laughs) And (laughs) like the back of my neck, just like pressure points around like my head and neck. 
and shoulders. And then I'll also do Seedlings Calm on Roland as kind of something to soothe him, help him chill out, help him sleep really well. And I do just a mixture of these things topically and diffused. And I kind of switch between them how I want to do them. But the ones that I don't switch between at all are Thieves and then generally Sniffleys for Roland, assuming he has some form of the sniffles. There we go. Yeah. And then I start upping supplements for me and Luke because we're going to be fighting off whatever sickness Roland has as well. And so I like to really boost our immune system before we catch it. And obviously Roland's too young to be taking supplements, or at least I think so, because he still nurses. He doesn't need to. Um, I take the Young Living Inner Defense because it has tons of specific essential oils targeted to help boost your immune system and keep the crud away. I take Life 9, which is their probiotic. I don't take a probiotic all the time, but I do take it specifically when I'm taking these other things just to kind of help it all. And then I take their Super C chewables because they taste delicious. And also vitamin C is really good and important when you're sick. So, Right. Yeah. And then I do a couple of different drinks. So I do what I call Thieves Tea. And it's just a tea I made up. I do like wait, 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 maybe I should interject. Should I interject? Yeah, please, please. Like listing. Yeah. Um. So for vitamin C, um, I we do vitamin C also. We don't do it. Vitamin C actually upsets my stomach. Um, Mm. I don't know why. Um, but it does, so I can't take it ever actually. Aww. But with the kids, I know, and I need to figure out if it's just the types that I'm buying or if I can take a certain dosage or what have you. But Could you take it in like a drink cramps. version maybe? Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe not then. Yeah, like major, major stomach cramps. Like it, it's really bad. And so I don't know, like I've tried just this last year, I've been having like stomach issues. So then vitamin C just throws me off. Oh, no. But I'm going to try again this year just because vitamin C is so good. And what I do with my kids is, yeah, I'll put it in a drink like juice because there's the powdered, you know, powdered vitamin C. Yeah. But also when Angela has a cough. So Angela is really susceptible to pneumonia because she has bad lungs and um, a bad heart. So (laughs) that mixed together, it's like she's susceptible to a lot of things. Yeah. And um, what I read was... Upping vitamin C is really good, and you'll know when you've had your full dosage of vitamin C is when you get diarrhea. And I know that's super extreme, but when you're dealing with, okay, can I give a high, high, high dose of vitamin C versus going to the hospital for pneumonia, I'm going to choose the high dose of vitamin C. So if I ever feel like that's something that we deal with, I double, triple quadruple that dosage of vitamin C and it keeps us out of the woods and you'll see a huge difference just from like morning to night if I have her on this like super high dose vitamin C that day her cough will get better so it's really crazy if you want to like look into that it's um yeah there's so many different like YouTube videos and like just how like if you if you're into homeopathy and if you have a doctor they will recommend that as well so yeah, anyway. it's, it's amazing. I don't do any sort of like supplementation of vitamin C for Roland at this point. I do 
feed him lots of oranges <laughs> so he has natural yeah, vitamin C. Yeah. But I'm upping vitamin C for me and he nurses. So he's getting it from yeah. me as well. But yeah, it, it's such a big thing. Like you said, in the homeopathy world, that's like one of the huge protocols for any type of sickness is take the specific remedy for your symptoms and up your vitamin C like insane. Um, yep. And it works. That's really amazing. I love that uh, testimony yeah, that have, you're able to share. Yeah, I have so many people tell me, oh, well, we already do vitamin C. I was like, well, what are you doing? And they're taking those like emergency <sighs> packets. Like they're yeah. taking one emergency packet. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's not enough. Like you need to get real vitamin C and you need to check that stuff. Well, yeah. <laughs> and people look at me weird, but I'm like, well, you can't take something and be like, well, I already tried that when you're not taking enough for your body. Like, or the you right version. <laughs> so, yeah, because exactly. I, I grew up taking those emergency packets and they're fine or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the airborne emergency. <laughs> But I, I'm saying they're fine as if uh, not like ingredients wise, but right, um, I right. do have later on my list a like natural version of those that I found in the meantime that I like now. If you are into drinking that, I have a recommendation. But yeah. if you can get like just real vitamin C, I like I said, I take the Young Living Super C chewables just because I like chewing and I'm tired of taking a thousand swallowable pills all the time. But yeah. um, drink drinks are a really good like version for kids, especially if you can get good powdered stuff to put in their drinks. I love that. It's such a good mm-hmm. good idea. Yeah. Good thing to mention. Yeah. Cool. And then I do a couple of drinks because I'm just a really big drink person. I drink a lot of stuff all day. I love drinks. Um, So I make what I call thieves tea and I just boil hot water and my tea bag of choice. Lately, it's been like chamomile. And then I put in apple cider vinegar, honey, and my vitality oils of choice, which are the Young Living's line of oils that can be ingested. And so I usually do like a drop of thieves and a drop of lemon or ginger or whatever I'm feeling, you know, but get extra thieves in there. And then I make Roland his own version of tea, which is just warm water with honey in it. (laughs) Because he obviously can't do tea tea just yet because it's too hot and everything. But then he's still getting warm liquids down with honey. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah, and we do we do that we do like honey honey and lemon um, mixture for the colds kids over here too. Yeah, yeah. Like for sore throats and stuff like that. And um, I just use apple cider vinegar with Eric. It wasn't for a cold, but it was for a UTI. Wow. And I really felt like because he was going to the bathroom so much. And it would hurt him in the morning to pee. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I, at the first day, it wasn't so bad. And then the second day, I was like, yeah, dude. Like, we're going to have to go to the doctor. But today, this is what we're going to do. And I gave him baking soda and apple cider vinegar. Like, a small amount, ladies, okay? No yeah. judgment. I've heard of this like, before. I gave him what was right for his body amount. And yeah. he didn't even drink at all. But even just that little kick to his system... the next day it was like nothing wow so i was like oh my gosh i was gonna have to go to the doctor and i had been watching him so i knew what it was it wasn't like just this fluke thing like oh he was just going to the bathroom a lot that day no like he had symptoms i was like okay and then it kicked it so i really believe in apple cider vinegar that's one of our things 
apple cider. Yeah, I love apple cider vinegar, especially like I like the Bragg's brand with the mother, but Aldi yes. just started carrying their own brand, like their organic brand with the mother, which I'm really excited about to be able to have more affordable oh, awesome. apple cider vinegar at my fingertips because I used to have to make special trips to get Bragg's. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but yeah, See, I love they that. they sell it at Walmart, so. I don't shop okay. there though. But I know. Yeah. That's what I mean. I'd have to make a special trip just to like go to a whole yeah. other store just to get it. The next drink that I do around here. Hold on. Let me wait till he's done fussing. All right. You guys are going to get to hear him stuffily nursing. Because um, he can't breathe. So he like suckles and then takes off, like unlatches to breathe. Aww. I know. It's the worst. Um, but we do Ningxia Red, which is Young Living's antioxidant drink. It is insane for colds. I make, I give it diluted to Roland because I don't really give him juice yet. And then I make Luke and I drink it too. Just like two ounces a day. But that is delicious and really helpful. And then the tablets I wanted to talk about are called Noon, like N-U-U-N. I found them at Whole Foods. They have them at Target, but not, they don't always have the ones that I want. They're in like little blue tubes. Like if you Google it, you can see what it looks like so you know what to look for. And they make these little tablets to drop in your drinks for all these different reasons. And I have like their cool. super berry immunity one right now, but they also make a vitamin C one, which I wasn't able to find at Target. But they have a vitamin C one for dropping into your drink. So it's like a natural version of emergency. So I highly recommend looking into that. I love that. It doesn't taste quite as good because it doesn't have sugar <laughs> like emergency will, but you're not drinking it for a tasty soda drink. You know what I mean? You're drinking it for helping your immune system. So that right, stuff is right. really good. And also the most important drink of all when you're sick, in my opinion, is water. Drink water. Yeah. Pound, like pound the fluid. We all know Rachel's crazy about that water. I love water, guys. I'm serious. And I gave Roland my like favorite straw cup because he loves drinking out of it. And that's the way that I've been able to continuously give him fluids. And I just offer him a sip like every couple of minutes just to make sure he's getting water because it's important to be hydrated if you're not eating as much and water is good and it gives you life. So drink water. Yeah. 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 I know when the kids were younger, I was super crazy about, you know, like tablets, chewies, you know, different things that I could buy at the store. But as the kids got older, the way they fight colds is so, it, it's like, it's so easy. It gets so easy as the kids get older. So okay, like with Eric, it's like when he's sick, it's like, he'll be sick a day. Not even like he'll be playing outside while he's sick. And it's yeah. not like he's sitting on the couch miserable. You know, I don't yeah. remember the last time. We've had a cold with him, but I remember when he was little, it would be the end of the world. And I was constantly buying different things and doing like protocols, you know? So it's just definitely changed for me in, in my season. But, um, but what we do do is like the main thing that I do is I do tinctures. So, cause they're super easy cause my kids won't drink drinks anymore half the time unless they're really sick, you know? Um, because they're always like, oh, I taste the medicine, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know? So, mm -hmm. um, but the tinctures that we use, we use like an echinacea teacher tincture. It's an echinacea and astragalus tincture that I got from a natural health food store. Yeah. And I just give them like a triple dosage of that when they're sick. And, um, 
And then the vitamin D, you already talked about vitamin D, but we have a vitamin D like liquid tincture that I just, so everyone opens their mouths and I go down the line. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you mentioned <laughs> tinctures so because I have been wanting to get into like making my own tinctures, uh, but I, I barely know anybody who uses them. So that's really cool. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. because I just little droppers like they're so easy to make too like because I know we made elderberry syrup one year you and I together yeah. yeah 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 and so I totally believe in that too it's like if you want to add an extra tincture in there it's like elderberry and trying to hide it in something unless you make chewies um, but trying to ma- hide it is sometimes impossible so just I just make my kids down the hatch and like okay <laughs> there it is there's your drops yeah yeah <laughs> so. My my next category I was going to talk about is what we do for medicine. So if you want to okay. talk about what you use for medicine a little bit more other than tinctures. So medicine-wise, that's just what we do. We do tinctures and then we let the virus run its course most of the time. Now, my kids have asthma. Um, Angela has really, really bad asthma. So when her fever gets too high, her asthma reacts And so with her, I do have to control fevers. Sometimes oils can help, like we do peppermint oils down the spine or on the feet. Yeah. And I know some people, you know, shake their heads and it's like, oh, well, you're not supposed to put peppermint oil on a kid. Okay, but you have to realize in my situation, it's either the oil or going to the hospital. So I really, you know, we need to balance, you know, what we we look at and, and say, oh, no, we can't do that. You know, so... Um, and you can dilute it. So yeah, exactly. I do. I do try to do oils to to reduce fevers. Um, besides my tinctures, you know, I just believe that the body's gonna fight for itself. Yeah, I agree. Um, but sometimes I do use Tylenol. I know, you know, that's a big no no sometimes. But dependent on the situation, you have to do. What I you will have to use do. Tylenol. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. and another thing is having her rest. So yeah. at first I was super against like, I'll never give Tylenol, you know, blah, 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 blah. But when her body's fighting itself so hard and we're doing breathing treatments and, you know, everything for her, I will give Tylenol so that she can sleep. So yeah. And also like Ange is like a specific case to like, you guys need to do what you need to do to keep her feeling her best. That way you guys aren't yeah. driving up to Duke. You know what I mean? I know. I know. So I, yeah. And and we're, I just want to say, we're just mentioning what we do for our families. We tend to lean yes. a little bit more on the crunchy side, but we're not here to judge you for what you do. And we're here to judge us for what we do. So yeah. if you hate Tylenol, don't give it to your kids. And if you love it, give it to your kids. I don't know what to say. Right. But I'm just saying like, we, I just... This is our platform and we're not using, we're not sharing this information so that we can get hate back and we're not sharing it so that you feel like we're hating on you. In no way. We're literally just sharing our personal protocols for our family that we find work best for us. So yeah, see, Roland agrees. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So what we do for medicine, and this is circumstantial just because Roland's young and I don't do a lot of traditional medicines if I don't have to. Although we have some on hand, you know, but right. um, I'm already on a daily pharmaceutical. So if I can keep less medicine out of my body, I will. But our main source of medicine is homeopathy. We will get pellets 
based specifically off of the symptoms. So for example, this time when Roland had a fever, I gave him something that was specifically for high fevers. And then I gave him something specifically for wet coughs. And now that he's having a, um, a stuffy nose, I'm giving him something specifically for stuffy noses. And that's the cool thing about homeopathy is they have different remedies specifically for your symptoms. So it's not like I'm just giving him one pill and being like, hopefully this will help. I'm giving him things that I know will help specifically for his symptoms. Right. And the one part, the one thing of homeopathy I really wanted to mention for flu season, we're not taking this right now because we don't have flu symptoms. But the main thing I think everybody should have in their home, it's called Osconcilium. I think I'm saying that right. They sell it everywhere. They sell it at Walmart. Um, it's by Boreon. And it's just these little tubes oh, of pellets. Yeah. And it's basically nature's Tamiflu, so to speak. And you take it when you're starting to get flu symptoms and it kicks it right in the butt and it's the best. I love it. I love it so much. I always have it on hand. So I just wanted to mention yes. that as far as homeopathy goes. And then yes. obviously we have cough drops in the house. I love Ricola. I just have always loved them. I think they're good. They taste like honey and herbs. So those are yummy. And then I did mention elderberry on here. I can't take elderberry because I have an autoimmune disease and elderberry mm. is bad for people with autoimmune diseases because what it does is it triggers your immune system. And I already have an immune system in overdrive that's hurting my own body. So certain things right. they've done studies on such as elderberry and they don't recommend it. I'm not going to go into the science behind it because you won't even know what I'm saying. But if you're curious, Google it and you'll be able to find studies about it. But that doesn't mean I can't give it to my family because they don't have autoimmune diseases. So it's a great thing to have around. And I love making my own syrup if I can. Yeah. And the last medicine I wanted to mention is colloidal silver. I take colloidal <gasps> silver. Yes. Oh, yeah. man. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yes. Yeah. Alexa, I'm pretty sure, actually turned me on to colloidal silver. I, I, yeah. I don't remember, but I'm <laughs> pretty sure. Um, so I only have the dropper version, so I don't give that to Roland because he just wouldn't be able to take it orally correctly yet. So if I wanted to give it to him, I'd give him the spray. And oh, the only, the only collateral silver brand I use and trust is Sovereign Silver. Just saying. And I know you yeah. use that brand too. Yeah. But I take that orally via the directions to help with the immune system as well. I give that to my kids too. That's like part of the, uh, like when they're sick, that's one of the tinctures I give them. Cause yeah, it's a dropper, but they just open their mouths and I'm just like, bloop, bloop. <laughs> so, yeah. It's so easy and I love it's it. already made for you and it's really good. And it, it's not like you're taking it all the time. So right. I love it. I love having that on hand. It's the best. I uh, know there's one thing that we didn't mention and sometimes I'll just use it as a medicine, but some people take it all year round every day. So we didn't mention it before, but probiotics. I did mention um, it. Did you mention that? Okay. In my supplements. Mind. But no, please go oh. ahead and touch on it. Well, yeah, but I just do it when they're sick. Like I don't do it all year round. Probiotics are expensive, man. And I just, there's something that sometimes I don't notice a difference while we're taking it because my husband's like oh I thought you were taking all those supplements so that they wouldn't get sick <laughs> and then they would get sick um so when they're sick I do probiotics and I just make sure that their gut is healthy and managing things well yeah so. and I actually said the same thing though because I said that I only take them when I'm taking all these other protocols to just like help my oh, body pass See? through things. And I totally miss it. I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> yeah. Well, also same thing. Probiotics are expensive and I get Young Living probiotics, which I love, 
but they're really expensive. And mm-hmm. so I'm not taking those every day. I'd rather just eat yogurt. So, I, right. okay, okay, people won't like me saying that. I know yogurt's not the same, all right? So don't come at me, but I'm just saying. Yeah, probiotics are great. Two, like, must-dos for kids, in my opinion, or at least, in, like, because of Roland, my experience. Um, we use the nose Frida. That's, like, this not sucker thing. And it rocks my freaking world. I get it for everybody who's going to have a baby and everybody's like, ew, gross. And then I'm like, wait until you're up in the middle of the night, your baby can't breathe and they can't drink their milk because they can't breathe and they're screaming and writhing and you're you're crying. You're going to take it out of the box and you're going to be thankful. You know what I mean? So people think it's gross. And it is gross, but you'll get over it to help your baby. Believe me. At least in at least for yeah. me, because that's that was my exact experience. He was crying, I was crying, and I was thankful that I had it. So, right, nose. Well, Frida. yeah, we used to do the nose Frida. Uh, yeah, the nose Frida saved my life. But now that the kids are older, we have this um man. What's it called? It's like a nasal syringe where you yes, get, yes, um, yeah. Yeah, and you push the water through the sinuses. It's basically like a, like a neti pot. Yeah, for kids. Yeah. 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 But yeah, and my kids kind of hate it, but yeah. at the same time, it's, <laughs> it gets so much crud out. It does. So. Yes, I will it. definitely get one of those at, uh, someday. Right now, he already hates the news Frida so much, and I have to like really fight with him to do it. Yeah. He breathes better after, so I don't feel that bad. And then the last thing I wanted to say is that we do bathroom steams so we'll go into our smallest bathroom we'll put the shower on hot and we'll just sit in there for like 15 minutes and just breathe in the steam to clear out our airways and hopefully break down some mucus so there we go yeah and that's pretty much it that's our go-to's is there anything else that you have like your go-to's or anything that you guys do that you like can't not do when you're sick i don't know i just know like with oils i i never bought the thieves because i was a cheapo but uh, thieves is cheap well the thieves vitality is oh that's what i buy, <laughs> I buy the yeah thieves vitality. yeah so i mean just with the amount of times my kids were sick when they were little i would just stock up on like peppermint eucalyptus lemon yeah eucalyptus lavender. is a really good one yeah yeah i would i think those were like my main and then i would make a i would make a not a roller but I would put like coconut oil and you know how coconut oil gets, you know, um, hard again, but I would make sure that all the oils were like mixed in, in the coconut oil. So yeah, I would but just you make, make sure like I a salve sort of, yeah, yeah, salve. Yeah. And I would just make sure that I had that on hand. So like sniffles, anything like that, I would rub on it. I know we've already talked about oils earlier, so yeah, no, yeah, that, I don't really that's good do to too mention. much else. It's just, yeah, my kids are pretty healthy and the older they get, it gets easier and they're healthier and they fight off things really quickly so it's like yeah one day two days and then okay yeah we do a few things but then their immune system is just so kicks active. in it, yeah, yeah it's just it's just done so i don't even have to think about it as much as i think you think about it now with at roland's age so. yeah well every time he's had what i thought was like a cold it was nothing like he played right through it and everything and it was just kind of like right. whatever this time was like a fever and everything and he looked miserable and right. i was like dang so that's why i cared a little bit more about stuff this time i'm a little bit more lax exactly. if he's just like still playing through it then i'm like oh well he's good he's fighting it you know but um if not if i feel like i need to help him be able to fight it a little i will you know but yeah i definitely right. think as they get older and they continue to be exposed and then they're able to kind of understand more while they're sick so they're not quite as miserable 
it gets right. better for sure. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm glad that we did this episode. I hope it helped moms going into flu season, cold season, and what you can do. Yeah. And if anybody has questions, um, please reach out. And we'd love to hear if you guys have any like go-tos that you guys do. You can always chat with us on our Instagram. And yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Cool. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. You can contact us at momsoutloudpodcast at gmail.com with questions, topic ideas, and collaborations. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Out Loud. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.